No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on, is a lot of honey. No, I do not like it. Mm. Just a tiny hint. Yep, yep, it yep. tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni and Degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a Poundstone never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a Grand Rapidian. Hello, Grand Rapidians. And everyone else. That plays the video games, or doesn't. <laughs> You're all Grand Rapidians in our eyes. My name is Willie. I'm Ginger. And we're here to talk about video games. Yeah. <laughs> stuff we did. Real life beverages. And experience. Real life beverages. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. We never make them up. That's true. Excellent. The quote of the day today is... I think so, but I can't memorize a whole opera in Yiddish. What? That was Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. <clears throat> Didn't you say that one already? Did I? It was written down here. Oh. And well, the next one is, who put pubic hair on my coke? Ew. And that was Clarence Thomas before he got on the Supreme Court, the big sexual harassment deal piece he went shit. through. Yeah. Mm. That piece of shit. All of them are pieces of shit in my eyes. So I say fuck the Supreme Court. So that's a bummer. I'm going to open up a beer here. I've got Yeah, drink it for me because I'm not drinking anymore and that shit is depressing as fuck. Nice oh, shit. crack. I got a pirate weekend. Oh, horror. Give me your booty. From Prairie Artesian Ales. It is a stout aged in rum barrels mm. with coconut, cacao nibs, and marshmallow flavor. Mm. Nice. Oh, there's some on your fingy. Looks like I'm bleeding stout. Wow, that's really sweet, syrupy. Yeah? Is it a good stout? If you like marshmallows. <laughs> you like marshmallows. I do like marshmallows. It's really sweet and cold. I think it's going to take me a long time to drink, but it's really good. Coconut, chocolate, marshmallow, rum in a very dark, Impressive. heavy, sweet, syrupy stout. Okay. It's very heavy. Um, this 12-ouncer is 14.4% alcohol. Damn. Uh-huh. It was about $9 for the bottle. Holy shit. It's got some really cool bright pink label with, like, green it has and black a really cool artwork label. on it. Who is that by? Prairie? Prairie. Yeah, I yeah. knew by the artwork. Holy shit, shit, shit. As of Where right now, it? I'm giving it four and a half out of five. Oh. And I... It I reserve the right to up that as it warms. Well, if you remember. Okay, I am going to open this soda pop. It is a Jones special release, the icy cherry soda, like the icy freezy drinks. It's flavored like a cherry slushy. What's on the label? Um, it's like the little bear. Oh. And it says on the cap, don't believe the hype. I won't. It's just soda. Oh, my God. Even though it has 33 grams of sugar in a bottle, well, that shit, is that's like, phenomenal. That's like half a Mountain Dew. That's really good. Mm, it's real good. Yeah, it's like red cherry snow cone syrup. 
You always want to just suck the flavor out and not eat the syrup. Yep. This tastes like that. That awesome. is exactly what that is. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. And I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a five out of five. I usually got the blue ices because I like those more than the cherry ones. But this is really good. Uh, it's a little bit tart cherry. Mm-hmm. It's not just sweet. It's got a little yep. bit of sour yeah. in, the, in the soda, sour flavor. Very good. Five out of five. 4.75 5 out of five. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a little high in sugar, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's Jones. They use the natural sugar anyways. So, let's take a little break. Damn, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after these messages, or no messages. Fuck messages. This episode is brought to you by air. Remember (laughs) to breathe, motherfucker. (laughs) And water. Drink lots of water. Remember to drink, motherfucker. Mmm. Water. And now it's time for Real Life XP. Pentakill. T-C-L-R. G-R-P-V-G. L-L. See? (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll go first. I finally got a new phone. And let me tell you what. My old phone is now our soundboard, which it works for. (laughs) If you want to call from it... Which going through, you know, selling and buying a home and a lot of phone calls are having to be made. So, um, so your old phone neither was a giant piece of fucking shit. It would not take calls. I don't understand why because inside yours the inside the house, too. but hard, hardly outside the house. Too. Mine will work on Wi-Fi though. So if I call somebody for my um. Your Google from, phone? From 4432 Willie, then I can make calls on Wi-Fi. So I tried to set up that on there, and it, that shit didn't work very well at all. So I was like, man, I need to get a new phone. I need to get a new phone. So I went on Moto, and I was like, let me get an unlock phone. So I got a pretty cool... Okay, this whole name is a mouthful. It is a Moto G... No, it's a Moto 4G Stylus 5G 2022 version. Because there's older ones that have, like, four cameras or whatever. But this one has a cool stylus that's actually, after I got a screen protector, it's really hard to use my stylus. (laughs) Because it's not, like, a normal stylus. Like, it's a metal stylus. It's fucking awesome. And you can set up, like, shortcuts with yeah, it had, and stuff. I had a smart stylus before on my Note 4 Edge. Yeah. That Long was name. much more primitive <laughs> than your... But it's so cool to, like, just get a new phone and to make calls and them not to fucking drop. Phone calls work on your phone. What an idle idea. I know! They, like They don't on mine, and it's kind of nice. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Well, like, well, that might be my phone won't ring. I was message. I was fine with that, but I wasn't even getting that I was having messages. Like, I wouldn't even get, like, the bleep you have a message. Like, that wasn't even working. I'm like, what the actual fuck? It would just go right to voicemail, I think. Or if I, br- 
I actually got the call randomly. Wow, shocked that I could pick up. <clears throat> but for getting a new phone and having a grand old time, or I should say a grand old flag like Johnny Depp did in his trial. I had a grand old flag. <laughs> I, uh, I had a grand old Apri. I am going to say 250,000 points. Hell yeah. Because it is a fucking amazing phone, and I'm really happy that I got one. It's weird that, that it works. has 4G and 5G in the name oh, yeah. of it. It's, it is weird. <laughs> but uh, all phones are Moto that. G 4 Stylus 5G 2022. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to go up to the UP early yes, in did. the spring, and they had unseasonably warm weather up there. Normally, it would be like it was hot as fuck down 40s, here. 50s, but it got up to like mid 70s. When the day we left, it was supposed to get up to like 83. Damn. In northern UP. That hardly gets that hot in the summertime. Right. Up there. But we were up there to do, to work at the college the week after all the kids were gone. So the whole town (laughs) was transitioning into tourist season. So we got to tour Black Rocks Brewery. Nice. And I meant to have one of their beers for this episode, but I'll come back next episode, I think, with a Black Rocks brew. Cool. That's cool that you had a good time. Uh I saw some of the pictures that you got to share when you visited um, a waterfall on your Uh time that you were up there. I can talk about that next time, too. I'll talk about Black Rocks today. I got to go to their tap room, and they bought, like, this big two-story house. And gutted it and turned upstairs into, like, a half balcony and turned downstairs into the bar and, like, built the, like, tap room and they were brewing there. They also had a big off-site brew place that I got to tour later. That's that's fucking sweet, Uh man. But then they ended up making a deal where they bought just the house next door and somebody else bought the other one. And so they expanded from that house and built, like, indoor ramp and patio and more dining space. And they <laughs> built a big stage in the backyard. And they built more dining areas in the house next door. So it's like kind of connected. Yeah, they turned... Another they, house. They connected another house and turned the two houses <laughs> into a cool big tap room. That's really neat. Uh-huh. Their mug club is for life. And everybody has like custom clay mugs. Sweet. Uh-huh. Lots of them have boobies on. Well, I mean... <laughs> Boobies are great, uh-huh. so for sure. hooray for boobies. Hooray for boobies. Flawless victory. And then, yeah, the tap room was in a place that used to be a Coca-Cola canning plant <laughs> before Coca-Cola centralized that. Uh-huh. And so it was, they don't have a, a loading dock there, but they can't do all the canning for all the Black Rocks beer. Got to see their new setup that can, like, fill and close 90 cans a minute when it's running. Oh, yeah. And there's only, like, 10 or 11 guys who work there. They're just all making sure the machine runs. Yeah. Yep. And we got to tour with, like, the head warehouse guy and the, the master of fermentology. Ooh. And, yeah, it's a really cool 
up north Michigan place. Nice. I think it's going to be my go-to brewery for now. Oh, yeah? If you're up north or just even here. down here? Yeah, Grand Rapids and 51K. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't I have those before I quit drinking? Yeah. And they were pretty good. Uh-huh. Like solid beers. So I for, think I did. So for checking out all of Black Rocks and being like, hell yeah, this brewery seems cool after looking into it. I'm going to give myself 500k. Because it's like an eight-hour drive from here to get there. All right. I think 500k is good. I should have went higher for my new phone. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all good. We'll be right back with games. Select your player. Hey, Willie. Yeah, I'm here. Present? What did you say? What game you play? I played a game called Super Mario Land. Excellent. Nice. I played this game Excuse me. <laughs> way back in 1990 when I turned 10 years old. It was like one of only two times I got like a birthday party like at a place like Chuck E. Cheese or McDonald's. And this was a McDonald's birthday party. I had a bunch of friends come uh-huh. over and I got a Game Boy. And it came with Tetris, and I also got Super Mario Land. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Impressive. And so this is a, the original Game Boy Mario game. Four-color monochrome screen. I did eventually get, like, the the light that plugs in the side as a little curly thing and curls over so you could play in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because there's no backlight. No, yeah, there's no backlight. That's right. It was before the backlight. For the first couple of years, I had to play under a lamp or turn the light on, but eventually I got several different attachments. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool that there's like a bunch of attachments. Do you think that's... What kind of sparked your interest in, like, accessories for video games? No, it was before that with the... Oh! (laughs) The ColecoVision with the Atari 2600 adapter. And then the controllers were interchangeable. And so, like, I got hand-me-down, like, five different ColecoVision controllers. And, like, four different Atari controllers. (laughs) And so I could use, like, all nine controllers on any game on any of the two systems. (laughs) Okay. Unfortunately, I didn't have a Sega Genesis controller back then. But mm. I'm trying to talk about Super Mario. No, I just was curious. And so it's Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Brothers, but black and white and way different. And, and way different. I never owned an NES. I played that over at a friend's house. Okay. And so I was like, I finally had a Mario game. That I could, like, learn and I could finally beat a Mario game. Sweet. And I did. Hell yeah. And it is a notoriously easy Mario game. <laughs> There's only four worlds. That's okay. But everybody back then was like, fuck yeah, I finally beat a game. Well, we probably said, oh, heck yeah, we, I finally <laughs> beat a game. <laughs> That's fair. And we were used to games changing back then because we had had Super Mario Brothers. And Super Mario Brothers 2, which is completely different. Mm-hmm. And so then if you get Super Mario Brothers Land, and the jumps feel different, you know, they, they felt different in the first two games, too. Yep. And then instead of a fireball, you get, like, a black 
bouncy ball or rubber ball, but it shoots at a trajectory down at a 45 degree angle and bounces up. And if it hits stuff, it will just bounce at a 45 degree angle. Mm. A lot of the coin rooms or coin areas are like, oh yeah, we'll give you a fire flower bouncy ball. And then you bounce your ball to collect the coins and you bounce the ball around corners. Oh, you that's cool. You gotta figure out like, where to stand to launch it. I don't think I've ever played this Mario. No. There are no. Goombas first. The turtles, instead of having shells to kick, they have bombs on their back. So you jump on a turtle and it will die. And then a few seconds later it will explode. You gotta get out of the way. Okay. <laughs> it has um, the flies from Mario Brothers that jump back and forth. The game where you they come out of the pipe. Those flies are enemies in there, and you jump on them once, and it smushes them flat, and you gotta jump on them again to kill them. Those or else flies. Pop back up. I kind of remember those flies. You can't jump on them in Mario Brothers, but in Super Mario Land, you can jump on them. You just gotta jump on them twice. Okay, maybe were they? They were in a different game though, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I've played Mario this Brothers. Game Boy one. No. No. Anyways. No, this Game Boy one, it goes to like. Um, from Mushroom Kingdom to like an Egypt land. To why'd you say it like that? Um, there, there was like a, a an a, Egypt land. Yeah, there was an Egypt <laughs> land. Sorry, was, <laughs> there, <laughs> you like said it kind of British, like what? <laughs> like British and something else. Whatever. Okay. Continue. <laughs> um, but then, um. I forget what one of them is. And then they also go to a China land. And the China okay. land has, like, traditional Chinese music that starts out almost offensive, but gets better. Okay. But the other the other tracks, like the tracks from the first, are, like, my Mario music. I like that Mario music. Just as I wish there were more variations, like, for the Super Mario Brothers music. For Super Mario Brothers Land, because I listen to that Game Boy music so much, it's okay. not really good. Okay. Even the Chinese music is good. So is it called Chinese Land? Well, there there's lots of mistranslations, and like even like for uh like on purpose. No, like for the Egypt Land, it was supposed to be called like. Something Egypt and the end of Egypt in uh, Japanese is like Egypto. It, yeah, it's but, Egypto. Yeah, but they got like the, they thought the like peas were bees or something. And so it was like. Oh. And so it was so like. So it's spelled bad. Yeah, translated, oh, mistranslated. No. And <laughs> it, it doesn't like turn into anything offensive the way it is. It's just like nonsense. Well, and China is Chugoku. In 1989, video game translators weren't that detailed. Um, like. Japan is literally right by fucking China. Like, they're, like, neighbors. They, like, whatever. Continue Well, that was talking about Egypt. I know, but you're, like, China land. I'm like, why is it? Yes. It's just called China land? 
Um, I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. Oh my but god! It is, is China. There's like bamboo, my brain. and that level there's like. Uh, is the Great Wall of China in the background? Probably. <laughs> there's like weird. I can't. Like, there's like weird fairy guys that are on like bamboo pogo sticks. You gotta jump on. What I need at to least, see. At least this that's game. what I imagined them as. I need to see this game because I haven't and it's bothering me. We just watched uh, Game Center CX where Chief Arino played through it. I don't even remember. We just watched it recently within the last month. Don't remember. Okay. You must have been playing the cat game the whole time. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I have a club to like be on top of. All right, well, that was probably in the the clip on Twitch that is seasons 17 and 18 full. It's like 16 hours long. You'll have to skip through that to find it. <laughs> or it might be in the other clip that's nine hours long that we're watching now. I don't know. It's all good. <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. And so, yeah, there's a small, big, you don't know, jump. There's platforms that drop when you get to the end of a level. There's a tower, and if you go on the bottom one, you complete the level. And if you complete the top one with the tricky stuff, it'd be like, instead of getting to the flag, you get to the door at the top of the tower. And okay. that brings you to a game where Mario flashes around on four different platforms up and down. And there's a ladder that flashes up and down on four different platforms up and down. And you, you press I the remember to, Chief Arino playing that. You press the button to stop it, and then he walks across. And he'll take the ladder if it's there, and you get... Free guys or a mushroom. Or a I fu- remember. Okay, okay, now I remember. That game. Okay. And then there's two unique styles of gameplay where Mario... Okay. In stage two at the end, he jumps into a submarine and suddenly it's a side-scrolling shooter and <laughs> Mario can shoot three bullets at a time from the submarine. And so that was a fucking awesome bonus to me because I loved shooter games too. Hell this yeah. Mario game is you get the fucking side scrolling shooter. It's badass. And then the at the last stage, he gets into an airplane and a side scrolling shooter again in an airplane. And that's actually the end of the game. You're uh, in the airplane and you gotta fight this big like alien dude in another big <laughs> spaceship, <laughs> like shooting stuff at you. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the final boss is some alien dude, and then you save Princess Daisy. Oh, it's Daisy this it's time. Daisy. Uh huh. Interesting. At the end of all the other levels, when you like when you rescue Daisy, unlike in Super Mario Brothers, every time you'd rescue Peach, it would be a toad. In Super Mario Land, every time you rescue Daisy, she turns into an enemy. And runs away. Like, he'll turn into one of those flies and jump away, or turn into, like, a Goomba and walk away. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Wait, okay, so you said there was, like, a regular Mario level, or whatever, the first uh-huh. level. The second level was There's, like, Egypt, the Egypt Pyramid with Sphinx. And then China. Oh, um, Easter is Island the fourth. is oh, okay. the other one. Do they have a it's... really bad spelling of it? Um, I'm sure. Ooh. They just had, like, a Japanese name for it, and then they probably shortened two words and combined them. And then they mistranslated the combination of the two words for the U.S. manual. 
It has been retranslated Whoopsie. since then, and I don't know what, like, the new names for people are, like, newly translated. But okay. Back then, it was just kind of half-assed. Yeah, that's still too bad, but I guess I'm happy they fixed it. And so... Oh, is that music? Yeah. So this is Mario music to me. There's the cover of the game. Okay. I see an Easter Island head or their rendition of it. And did you say octopus? Yeah. Um, there's also like um a cat lion sphinx type thing and Here's yeah. the Egypt music. Okay. Download this whole soundtrack. <laughs> this makes my anxiety kind of go a little high. That that music, like if I was playing a game, listening to that, I would be gripping the controller very tightly. I think that was a boss fight. Yeah, I'm gonna drink all of this pop. Give me, give me your you Jones. Don't the right. ginger. Yeah. What game you play? Well, I was trying to think of uh, a game to talk about because I've been playing a lot of the same stuff, and you talked about an old one, and I kind of wanted to bring it back. So when I actually, like, <laughs> had Sega Channel for two months, but I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need to live Google some shit because there's this one game. That I really liked playing. We could stop if you want and come back. No? Alright. I Google some shit. <laughs> We're not doing a cold open, though. That's fine. It was, uh, well, I did play Echo the Dolphin on that, and I, I wasn't a fan. It was hard for my little kid brain. It's hard for anybody's brain. <laughs> well, that's when I played it. I never made it past the first area of Echo the Dolphin. So... There was, I swear there was this fucking, like, unicorn game on it that I played, but I don't even see that in the list of games that was on it that I just quick looked. Because it was kind of like what Xbox does with Game Pass, just old. <laughs> Bubsy 2 is on it. <laughs> um, I pulled up a better list. Maybe you played Bubsy too, and you thought he was a unicorn. Uh, no, I mean... <laughs> no, it was. I don't think it was Jewel Master. Ah, Paperboy Two is on it too. There was a lot of games: Road Rash Three, Road Rash Two, 
Um, all the Sonics, how but many we could had you get, Sonics. How many could you get at a time? It was uh, only like, uh, like six available this week, I thought. And then like, all right, next week there's these six available. I honestly don't know because I was so young. Yeah. And looking at like the names of here, they had Mortal Kombat and then Mortal Kombat Three. That's funny. Look what Jewel Master was. That was definitely not that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I swear. Maybe it was something else. Maybe right, I'm so, misremembering. So what's this game that you remember that wasn't listed? I just remember being a fucking unicorn and being able to like run around collecting things. Left and right? Up and yeah. down? It was really yeah. simple. And I don't even see it on the list of this but like i said i could be misremembering something it wasn't like 3d running forward like through a mystical forest it was kind of like a platformer okay from what i remember jill of the jungle reskilled with a unicorn maybe i don't know but I didn't get to play it too often because I had, you know, parents that wanted to watch TV and an older brother that was a fucking piece of shit. So. But you get to see you had it. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I don't I don't know if I played Bubsy when I was a kid. I may have and didn't like it. <laughs> I, I played Echo and I just would like swim around because that's all I could do and it was pretty. I know I did back then. I rented the first Bubsy multiple times. <laughs> what? I enjoyed it. <laughs> I rented it again. <laughs> Shout the out truth Goose. comes <laughs> out. Will likes Bubsy. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, Echo the Dolphin I definitely played. I think a little more now looking at that list of games that was on there and yeah. yeah, it was hard. I never beat it. My little kid brain didn't understand what the fuck I was doing. I was just was a dolphin. Nobody's brain understands Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> think of how progressive I would have been if I could understand Echo at like five. <laughs> five or six. Impressive been pretty sweet i mean i knew how to swim and do like the jump that was about it you know how to play sega genesis mm -hmm. that's all you need <laughs> that and uh icy oh man that that soda is good so yeah sega channel it was fucking crazy to have it for the couple months i did when i was a kid hopefully it was during the winter no. Ah, oh, summer. Yeah. So, like, us as kids, our parents <laughs> right. were like, go outside. Go play in the scrapyard. <clears throat> go play in the busy street. <laughs> or, like, go play in the alley. <laughs> because there's an alley behind my house when I was a kid. Go play in the alley. Mine was always, go skateboard down the dead end hill. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of sucked, too, because, you know... 
our parents didn't want us to like be inside. But here's the Sega Channel thing that's gonna suck you hey, into. Hey, we TV. got you the Sega Channel now. We'll go get outside. the hell out of here so I can watch Star Trek the motion picture. Or fucking what is it? Uh, the Highlander. Oh yeah, <laughs> God. Oh, that's so painful. They use such a good Queen song for it, too. <laughs> hate them for that. <laughs> no, I won't have you bad mouth the Highlander. I know it's terrible. There can only be one. I know it's terrible, but... Here we are. <laughs> we there are the princes of the universe. That's what I think <laughs> of that shit. Right there, buddy. <laughs> he used a great Queen song for a horrible fucking show. Anything else about the second channel you want to say? No. I wish I could have played it more and had more memories of it, but that's it. I fart in Highlander's general direction. Hello, imbecile. That's right. <laughs> and Ginger, now it's time for... Recommendations! Mm. Doot, doot. Doot, 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 doot. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> doot, 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 doot. All right, new. Miss, Mrs. Robot. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. All right, I'm going to recommend Ghost Church by Jamie Loftus. In this limited series, Jamie Loftus investigates and interrogates American spiritualism, a century-old tradition of communing with the dead that takes place in camps full of mediums across the country. Who is drawn to these camps? How did the religion come together? And why are tarot card readers and seance havers fighting? <laughs> That's funny. Ghost Church is a look at grief, religion, and loneliness with on-site reporting and interviews with everyone from spiritualist psychics to Protestant pastors to a very lonely carnival employee. <laughs> so it's just going to look at the church that believes in ghosts. I wonder if she gets to talk stuff. to Hillary Clinton. Oh my god. Wouldn't that be <laughs> Probably fun? Not. Fucking She did her own podcast. Fuck right. that podcast. Yeah, fuck that podcast. <laughs> but listen to Ghost Church by Jamie Loftus. Jamie Loftus is overall pretty freaking awesome and I like all of her podcasts that I have listened to. Couldn't listen to one because of what's in it. I'm gonna recommend Whichever Path Ooh, that's good. It's spelled W-I-T-C-H-E-V-E-R, whichever path. And it's a cool audio drama. They just wrapped up a season right now. Yeah. And when the new season comes out, after the first episode, you'll be given a choice, and you can email or respond to a survey Yep. of like what you want the character to do. Yeah, you pretty much get to choose the path. And it's a vote based on all the listeners. Everybody's vote gets tallied up, and whichever one gets voted for the most is what the character and the main character in the story does. Nice. It's pretty cool. They're like supernatural, creepy stories usually. All right. Ghost stories, kind yeah, of they in are. the vein of uh, yeah. No Sleep or Are You Afraid of the Dark or or even Tales like from that. the Crypt. Well. Or, our friend Mike Gagney has been a voice, and he is also a patron of this episode, or of this podcast, not episode. <laughs> um, he's been on that. I remember his voice. I was like, yeah, it's Mike! Uh-huh. Which was pretty fucking cool. And they were at Podtails. Yeah, they were. Yep. 
I met them, said hi to them, probably offered them a snack. <laughs> uh, yeah. I forget what other podcast, the one lady from most of the Whichever Tale stories, but she's been in a couple other audio dramas that are really good, too. Nice. Really good voice acting people. Hell yeah. Such cool folks. Whichever path. Look for the new season to start and join in the vote. Yeah, or listen to the past ones and see if you would have uh, gotten your vote. That's kind of cool, too. Yeah. What would you do? It's neat how you can kind of slightly dictate the story. It's fun. Okay, I'm going to revisit Pirate Weekend. All right. It's the end of our episode. It's warmed up a little bit. Okay. It's still really sweet, and it feels like liquid marshmallow in your mouth. Oh, man. It's a little bit better warm, but it's like harsh rum and liquid marshmallow. So it's pretty boozy? Oh, yeah. I think I'll give it 475. <clears throat> Move it up. That's fair. All well, right. That's our episode. We would like to thank our patrons. We already said Mike Gagney from Boston Harbor Horror, but we'll do it again. Thanks, Mike. Chris Copeland from Retro Hangover Podcast. Thanks, Chris. Dan the Movie Seller from The Movie Seller. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you, J.D. Lowe. Thanks, Jay. D. No, that's not right. <laughs> Thanks, J.D. <laughs> we appreciate all of y'all. And we would like to thank Inadequacy for our, year, our outro music and Rappy McRapperson for our intro music. And you can find us on social meds, grand underscore video on Twitter, or Grand Rapidians Play Video Games on Instagram. Email us at grandrapidiansplayvideogames at gmail.com. Leave us a review. We'll send you a sticker yeah. if you like say, hey, here's my review. Call us if you at, want one. Call us at 4432-WILLIE, 4432-W-I-L-L-I-E. It's a real number. Hopefully this one works this time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. What else? Linktree? Yeah, Patreon? There's a Linktree. The Patreon at uh, patreon.com backslash Um, Yeah, we'll send you stickers if you want to give us money. Just like yeah. if you leave us reviews. And if you donate big enough, we still got a few shirts left. And we got lots of stickers. We have a fuck ton of stickers. And we got some cool printed shirts that if you stick with us at that higher level, we'll get you another shirt mm -hmm. six months later or some shit like that. Yeah. Alright, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>